first discussion, we talked about some of the limitations of the model Marvel has taken to its movies. We've talked about how the shared universe impacts tone, style, character, and continuity. Today I'd like to take a deep dive into one of Marvel's biggest coping mechanisms, something I like to call corners of the MCU. These are parts of the universe that don't really touch the rest, things like isolated hermit kingdoms, microscopic realms, and the far reaches of outer space. Or the moon, ripping humans. Marvel loves these because they can place individual movies in these corners and not worry about messing with the continuity. We're here to talk about whether Marvel is running out of these corners and how they might get around this. I'm joined again by Anthony. Say hi, Anthony. Hey, what's up? And Izzy. Hi, it's me. Um, so, uh, for us, the lag between episodes is 10 minutes, but for our listeners, it was one week. So, do you want to, someone want to catch them up on the last part? Yeah, so we uh, talked about, um, so to sort of set up this corners of the MCU, we talked about how, we talked about the shared universes in general and what Marvel is still doing well and still sort of outpacing its competition in the midst of um, for, like, franchises like DC or Dark Universe and talk about what Marvel does well um, in maintaining that and some of its criticisms. Um, I think we did like a healthy balance of both. And we talked a lot about like continuity and how Marvel does a... Um, and how it takes a lot of mental energy for Marvel to just maintain that continuity even though they're doing an adequate... Like they fuck up in some off in some instances, but for the most part, they're doing a pretty good job. And one of the ways that they do that is through these corners of the MCU, as we'll talk about today. Anything to add, Anthony? She kind of got it. Right <laughs> on the nose. She really did. It was, it was good job, Izzy. Good work. Yeah, Thanks. like that was like pretty detailed. Yeah. No <laughs> preparation either. Thank you. Um, so I wanted to start with just like a quick like brainstorm of like what are the corners of the MCU that have already been introduced? Space, Asgard, Space Earth. Definitely one. Wakanda, Asgard. the nineteen forties, <laughs> the moon, the nineteen nineties, um, Hawaii, um, California. Wait, no, no, no. Don't talk about Hawaii. California. Inhumans was dumb. We're not going to talk about Hawaii. Uh, okay. California yeah. with Runaways. And Ant-Man. The Quantum Realm, right? Yeah, the Quantum, quantum Realm. Realm. Um, Magic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Magic. other dimensions. Um, Mystic Arts. I'm oh, not, not Kamatu. Um, Kamartage. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no. We don't even have to... Why, we don't have to bring up the physical locations. It's like... Kevin Feige made it pretty clear it was like you have your earth characters you know your punch stuff really hard people you have your 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 space fuckers you know they're they're up there hanging around in spaceships and then you have your your mystic arts people Mm -hmm. well so there's and that's that i think it's relevant to talk about in more specifics than that because um space you sort of you do have like your asgard like if the guardians went of the galaxy went to asgard you'd expect Thor to be there. It's not unrelated to the other movies. Yeah. Um, so, so it, I mean, stuff like Nowhere, the giant skull, like certain areas like that. Um, whereas, like, if they, you know, if the Avengers went to, like, Nova Prime, um, then, like, you'd expect someone to be like, oh, another band of adventurers came through here. You know, like, it, it wouldn't be unconnected. You'd need to put, like, Easter eggs yeah. and references. 
So um, on a more granular level, but yeah, that's like a bunch of different places. Um, and a lot of them have already been sort of brought into the MCU as a whole, or, you know, in the case of Asgard, destroyed by a giant fire sword. Hmm. Um, but that sort of means that when uh, you talk about certain regions of space, they're no longer, like, completely separate from the continuity. Thor, for instance, can teleport anywhere in the universe now at will, I think, because the Bifrost. Yeah, because um, Heimdall's also dead now, so I think that's also a There's, Yeah. Uh, we also have um, Doctor Strange can open up portals to essentially anywhere, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So they're, they're getting some really serious transportation going in the MCU to where space is not necessarily disconnected on its own. Mm-hmm. Definitely things like Wakanda opening its borders has made it sort of part of the MCU proper. And there's uh, lots of other stuff they do where they bring in people from these corners and say, like, hey, you're, you're a part of the whole now. Um, at the very least, the past has caught up to the present, so the 1940s are now uh, no longer valid. Um, mm-hmm. But basically, I think that the MCU is sort of running out of these little pockets to put people in where they don't need to worry about the overall continuity. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think time is a really good example because um, it's also, it's sort of a dimension that Marvel's done a lot with, like with Captain Marvel in the future and Captain America. But Well, Captain Marvel in the past and the future. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. But I think it's a I think it's the best example of sort of like them running out of corners because if you establish these things like in the forties and the nineties, then you have to even think harder about its ramifications in the present. And it's sort of like a it's a very double edged like mine for Marvel because they haven't done a lot of stuff with time in corners wise. But they also have to really think about like how it affects the present. And that's what I think all the corners sort of like that's like the whole thing about corners, I think, in some and like that's the not the whole thing, like part of corners in general. Like they're great establishing universes and it's a lot of untapped potential, but sooner or later you have to like think about its ramifications on like the present and all that. Mm-hmm. That makes any sense. I think one I think the one big corner that Marvel maybe hasn't covered is like prehistoric like legend era but at the same time what can you tell no 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 no. i mean the last thing to get to prehistoric is the the savage lands in antarctica which they'll probably be going into in phase whatever because we now have the x-men rights back phase seven yeah whatever but they'll, they'll be going into the savage lands at some point because that's important and the negative zone and uh and what other other space bullshit mm-hmm. because but like it, it makes me wonder like what happens if they've already done like covered all this stuff like what else is there is there stuff that i haven't read in the comics that are there or yeah yeah, yeah i think spaces i don't know yeah space is also like space is endless space is like almost infinite so you're right and that they can just they keep can creating new that. they can just keep creating like yeah. new quote like new universes yeah. like or New planets. New universe stuff. They could do what if one-offs. They can do... Um, it's just... They can do a DC Marvel crossover. Oh, no. Which no, they cannot. In comics. They cannot do that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they yeah, would be I, able to do look, that. Look, this is like 40 years in the future, dude. 
Okay, well, how about, like, in the next five years? <laughs> in the next five years, they do, like, they get the X-Men and the Fantastic Four in. Um, so I'm thinking about, like, if the Guardians of the Galaxy are good friends with Thor, Thor has the ability to teleport anywhere. I, in what what place can they go that they would be like, oh, we can't call Thor, we're on our own, our own you know? Um, like, Infinity War, in a lot of ways, brought together all of these different characters from the different spots, but it also gave them um, abilities that would make it, like, not realistic to have them be separated again. Um, I think, like... I... Because... Yeah. I think... Izzy, go. No. Sorry. Yeah. I think, though, the first thing that comes to mind is, like, if politics border Thor from anything, like... Or, like, his own, like... Thor's, like, the, the character Thor's, like, own fear of, like, going to a certain place. Like, if they went to, like... Um... I don't know how it would be, like, with the world of the Frost Giants, but... Or, I like, guess any realm considering, like, political, like, ramifications, like, that's a realm that they... Thor sort of, like, can't really touch, and, like, that would be something they establish on. But, like, that's my only... That's my only thought right now. I don't know how strong that would be, or, like, how valid that would be. Fair, yeah. And they can they can sort of make up... And they, they've done that in the past, where they've sort of made up some... Oh, so and so is busy, so we we gotta do mm-hmm. this without. Um, but would you do you think that audiences would want to watch a majority of Marvel's movies set in space, all on different planets and stuff? No. Yeah, if the, if the potential for connecting everything made sense, then yeah. I would argue that no, like I think you have to tie in Earth. Like I don't know if you can. Okay. You have to tie in Earth in some capacity. Yeah, you have to tie in Earth in some capacity. Even, like, the Guardians, like, they tie in, like, Peter is from Earth. Like, I can't think of an instance where... I can't think of an instance, maybe, like, a couple years in the future, we'll have, like, an entire movie set in space, but, like, not now. Well, we like Star Wars. Yeah. But it's still... And to go back to, to what I mentioned in the first part, like, about all of Star Wars, like, Star Wars has nothing to do with the Earth. Yeah. Well, you look at both Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor Ragnarok were set entirely in space. No Earth scenes whatsoever. Um, well, there's like a couple, but they make up like five minutes. At the beginning of Guardians totally. 1. And also Thor Ragnarok. And, and there's some in Guardians 2. Oh, that's true. And, that's true. Um, yeah. And the some in Gorth, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. The what in Thor Ragnarok? With Doctor Strange. Oh. They go to Sanctum Sanctorum. That's right. That's right. I t- and then in Guardians 2, there was the whole seed scene. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, there where was. Where it attacked the Dairy Queen. Um, but, I mean, do you think that that's a direction that Marvel's going to go in more often now? The, the uh, Xandar's Mightiest Avengers or something like that? I They don't have that. That's not a thing. I feel like you have to wait. I feel like it's going to be based on Captain Marvel because it's very... It's like I mean, it's still like a half and half, like, Earth space movie, but you can also like judge how we feel, how like the audience, like in the fandom, like feels about space in general. Because, like, because like Captain Marvel, like Captain Marvel is part Cree, so like she will, it has like that space sort of tied with she's coming well, she's to not Earth. part Cree, she's 100% human, but got yeah, pa- her powers. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry about that, but like. No, no, it's like, but I like I think the story seems like it's positioning itself that like she mainly grew up on Cree, 
and then she crashed to um earth and it's just like in the 90s and like sort of the reverse of like peter quill but like he grew up on earth and then now is in space and so it's like kind of a reverse and so that might be interesting to look well, at well she grew up on earth then went into space and then came back yeah after like 10 years yeah and there's like hints that she doesn't remember her life here like on earth so yeah. I, know, I feel like Captain Marvel will ask, answer like a lot of the space questions we might have, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it does okay. seem to be a way that they are they are going. I think that the space time has increased in Marvel movies, um, but I think that more space. Stuff. I think that that is a reaction to them trying to spread out and trying to um, distance the, the huge number of characters they have away from each other. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder if even space will become too small at some point. Jeez. I think space... I don't know if space is ever small. I think space gets too big too big enough to a point where you don't understand it. But I don't know if... Yeah. I think that's a problem. There's. I think that's a problem. It's not that space is small. It's that space gets confusing. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. No one knows where stuff is in relation to other stuff or... Mm-hmm. What's important? Yeah, yeah. I guess too many plants to keep fair. track of and all that. Like Doctor Who was, I think, a good example of that because there's so there's so many planets and species and alien races, and you already assume like space is endless. And like that's the cool thing about Doctor Who. I don't watch it that much anymore. I might watch a new season, but that's sort of like that's sort of like the association that like, I make. I think the difference between, like, Star Wars and the Avengers and then Marvel is that, like, you already, like, from the get-go, Star Wars is about space. Like, you established that. But for Marvel, like, it started on Earth, and then you're branching out more into space. And so I think if you try to distance yourself too much from that, like, something might get lost. Something's in danger of getting lost in the shuffle, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, I think that, that that's a, a great way to, to sum up what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, what about on the magic side? Uh, if we were wanted to introduce another magical character, would they have to interact with Doctor Are there Strange? other magical characters? Well, Are there other magical characters other than Doctor like, Strange? Well, if you in bring MCU? in the... Other than Wong? I mean, I mean, if you wanted to introduce one, like, in the future. Like, they, they are announcing... Uh-oh. I don't. I don't know what another Marvel magical character is. Are there characters in the comics that are I, yeah, like that? Oh, probably. I have not read enough. Are there big names like what? Oh, we also have to get Namor. You yeah, know, Namor. Atlantis. Um. The Submariner. I can't. I mean, the other magic heroes I'm thinking of are X Men, like magic with like a K at the end. Like that's like she is. Her powers are based on, like, sorcery and magic. Um, like Doctor Strange magic? Well, like, it's, X, well, it's X-Men, so how she's going to be introduced to that, we'll see. But mm-hmm. magic is also an element that... Uh, Wikipedia, like, I mean, yeah. Wikipedia lists 107 Marvel characters that use magic as their primary mode of, of doing stuff. Um, a surprising number of these are already in the MCU. But um, there are a lot that aren't, and um, there do seem to be a lot of uh, protagonists as well. Mm-hmm. Lionheart, Lorianic, Nico Manure. Oh, 
Nico is in the MCU. She is. I yeah. mean, that's one. Yes, she is. Yeah. Uh, 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 we don't know. Uh, 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 we'll talk about that. Is are you done? No. So the approach <laughs> that they've really taken with with magic is um, that it's like advanced science type stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. ex- including Doctor Strange because it's just siphoning energy from other dimensions. Right? Yeah, like I... Yeah, like I think... Yeah, that's how... Yeah, that is how she... That is how the Ancient One explains it. Like, it's hinting that yeah. there's other dimensions of magic and so there are more possibilities for more kinds of magic, but the magic is science approach is something that they do primarily and it is it's a little frustrating because it's like fuck shut the fuck up it's magic but like it's an approach they use a lot and i think is their like primary like sort of coping thing for i think they don't want to i don't know if they want to maybe they don't want to touch magic because once they do magic it's like a set like set rules like look at harry potter look at other fantasy realms like there's there's like a system in place that you can't really change and there's really not a lot of other kinds of magic but they all fall within like the same umbrella i think marvel's scared to do magic other kinds of magic because they know when they do then they have to explain the whole other can of worms yeah absolutely uh, mm-hmm. so one thing that that dr strange brought to my mind was the concept of like other dimensions and setting movies in other dimensions um mm-hmm. like maybe there's a uh, a major villain operating out of the the swamp dimension, and so then they <laughs> they jump into the... no. It's not the swamp. It would be no. They would give it numbers. They would introduce like six one six, and you think they would? Well, probably do. No, they will. Well, they would never introduce six one six. They would do like the universe we're in, which is nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. And uh, introduce another one, which is like one oh 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 three or something. I don't know. So I draw a distinction between stuff like the dark dimension or the mirror dimension, and like another continuity of Earth, which is like a, like an alternate See, um, timeline. So so people people throw the words dimension and like around like willy nilly. Dimension is just another plane of existence yeah. on the same in the same universe as our own. Yes. So if there is someone that sees in five dimensions, they're still in our universe, but they could see through other layers of dimension. So the the like Dormammu exists in another dimension parallel to ours, but it's not in a separate universe. Right. Whereas like 616 to uh, like the MCU universe are parallel universes. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm talking about separate dimensions. Um, setting movies with our characters from our continuity in another dimension of our universe. So another dimension. So what other dimensions are there? You have your, your dark dimension, your mirror dimension, you have the quantum dimension. Well, they could probably make one up if they wanted to but do you think they would do that but no no but no but what are you are you saying a parallel world or are you saying another dimension another dimension dimension i'm saying like dr strange hears tell about some problem in another dimension we haven't heard of before and he hops into that one it's another dimension just like the mirror dimension he goes and and does what does it look like there oh it doesn't matter it doesn't matter oh okay oh okay uh i don't know so it it 
and if there's anything in the comics, I mean, there's the Micronauts. Those are things that exist in the quantum dimension. Well, yeah, because the quantum dimension, there might be whatever the Ant-Man thing he does next is might be in that dimension, right? Well, there's the Micronauts. Yeah. There is a there is a civilization that lives in the quantum dimension called the Micronauts. Yeah. Do you think? I mean, do you think they're going to do more of that? It's owned by uh, Mattel for toy reasons. What? Really? I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's like a thing. So, yeah, um, probably not. They probably give him a different name. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't. Thinking of ideas of like different places they can go to is like kind of confusing. But Eternity sounds cool, like the Eternals. Yeah, I think they kind the, of the, the actual character Eternity. Sorry. Yeah, I think they kind of like opened up like the. I think that's important. Like in six, I think sort of like a new sort of corner for the MCU like to play in, um, and yeah, I stand that thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it It sounds like they're going bigger with that kind of stuff. Eternals and, mm-hmm. and Celestials and that kind of thing. Um, but I'm thinking not just bigger, but, like, different. Like, how do you store a movie's plot somewhere that it doesn't interact with other plots so you don't need to worry about continuity? And my think, thinking is space is one place, alternate dimensions are another place, Um and are there any other places like that? Any other avenues that they could take to just squirrel things away so they don't have to worry about it? Do we already rule out time? I don't know. Do, do we? They can do future stuff. Time travel. Like still within like the bounds of... It's still within like the bounds of like time. Like maybe... Like it's maybe like time, but like as I mentioned, like that's very... It's a very dangerous game to put a corner in because it's a very ripe it's very ripe but they have to also think about you're also putting more constraints in yourself yeah i think time might have more continuity to think about than than it solves because if you go to the past you have to make sure everything works out the exact same way if you go to the future Mm -hmm. you have to figure out where your movies are going to so that you can do that world building so that's even harder yeah um so mentioned space, alternate dimensions. Um, so I think that what Anthony's talking I about... I think, with, like... Yeah? All I can think of, like, geographical locations, but even that, I think, is getting smaller and harder to... Absolutely. Um, so I think what Anthony's talking about with uh, parallel universes, right? Like, another copy of Earth. Yeah. Um, they could yeah. easily create an avenue that direction if they wanted to do mm-hmm. that and have a marvel multiverse I, I i just think it would be too it would be too confusing for the fans i mean they did it on the yeah. flash and those are you know like all rocket yeah but scientists do we like the flash, the flash? um <laughs> do, do i haven't like watched the flash since i ta- since i taught this duco so um but do we understand the plot of the flash when it's like oh an evil villain from earth 2 a separate earth like has attacked like I don't know. I, I feel like people could get on board with that. Yeah. Earth 2, separate Earth, coming to theaters I think, this fall. I think when pop culture gets smarter, we'll be 
more aware and okay with like parallel universes. So I think I think what the Arrowverse has done is that it's bringing these like multiverses into like sort of a more mainstream capacity because that's what like DC is primarily doing on their TV properties and they're a hit. And like I think culture is getting like I think culture has been getting a lot more like quote unquote like nerdier. Like look how much Infinity War has exploded into pop culture. And I think and like how like our just our fascination like a technology. I think as we I think as pop culture gets smarter, um, multiverses are gonna be like more like accepted and like an okay and the fans will understand hopefully a little I, bit more. I think we're there. I think you look at Rick and Morty and they've done multiverses like cranked to eleven and people are love Rick and Morty. They are on board with the idea. Yeah, but but those parallel universes they don't care about. It's true. Um, and then I think that you have to do something interesting with it, right? Like you need to show, uh, oh, this is a universe where Iron Man did kill Bucky Barnes and Captain America at the end of Civil War and became mm-hmm. a dictator or something like that. You know, like some sort of interesting character moment, a, a sort of like what if. Um, Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D. is already sort of playing with that. With yeah, like, like Agents the, of Hydra. Yeah, the framework and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh. So, I mean... I, I, I like. What, I, I would like like what if things. What ifs would be cool. Yeah. Um. I I think that the fan yeah. base is is smart enough and understands the concept of multiverses well enough to accept the science. Um, well, I think like my, the fan base isn't the yeah. question. I think it's popular culture, like the public, like the people who would want, who would just roll into Infinity War because it's the popular thing. Like, will they understand it? Because of, I mean, like as you said, like we're understanding it now, but I think like. I'm talking, I think I'm talking more about like the general public. Sure. That might seem like mm-hmm. a, yeah. Um, but I think we've I already, yeah, we've already talked about how um, Marvel movies aren't catching the public up on, on Marvel stuff anymore, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And once you've accepted that there is an Iron Man, there is a Captain America, or whatever, whatever, uh, how hard is it to accept that, like? Oh, dimensional barrier, and now there's another Iron Man, another Captain America, but like they've had slightly different lives. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's introducible in the movie. Um, my main question is: once you've introduced the Marvel multiverse, is that technically the end of the shared universe model? <sighs> well. What uh, if, let's say, no, no, yeah, cause what, no, cause what if you want to take, like, let's say, like, let's say this Marvel universe right now is like Earth One, and let's say you make another Marvel universe that's Earth Two. Yes, I realize I'm using Flash terms. Um, and then you want Doctor Strange, for example, to visit Earth Two. Then what do you call that in your Earth Two? Well, it's like short of universe. I, like, what I, is that then? No, that I mean that's true because you'd have your your Doctor Strange with all of the history that we've seen in his movies on just like a separate area where you're familiar with the characters but they're different now in this place. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. It sort of blurs the line a little bit between independent stories and uh, and the shared universe model because you can sort mm-hmm. of do way 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 more with the world if you can just sort of pop over to a world where things are different. Yeah. 
I also think that'd be a really mm. fun way to introduce the X-Men is just to have them be in a separate universe that they visit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how they did it with Supergirl when Supergirl went to the CW for the first time and how like, they merged the universes. But I think um, that's... You go really fast. That's how. And then they just mushed together? Yes. Yeah, that's that's what I expected. Yes. It yeah. The writers of the Flash mm-hmm. were behind it, so they just said fast over and over again until <laughs> they made well, that I, the plot. I guess I don't know if this is a related question to the multiverse, but um I wanted to bring it up because I mentioned it and then he said, That's part two. But when I watched, so my friend watched Infinity War, and when and like when and his thoughts were about it were sort of how I felt about Solo. Like he generally liked it, but he was saying that like you know after Infinity War, um, I think Marvel should like slow down, like stop, you know, like they should like slow down. And I think he sort of liked the sort of multiverse model. And so I think when you bring up the multiverse, you also kind of bring in the question of. Not only is the shared universe over, but does Marvel stop making movies? I mean, I don't think... I think the answer to the latter one is no, but you also do kind of wonder, like, when when will Marvel... Like, if when slash if will Marvel slow down? Right, right. Like, it, it, are these problems not going to come up because they're going to sort of peer out before... They need a multiverse to keep telling stories. Yeah. Anthony? I don't... I just... Sorry. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I was reading something. Um, um, I, so I'm, we're just talking about, like, are these problems so far in the future that, like, something else will happen to Marvel before this even comes up? Like, is this is this way... Is this way too far? I think this might be a problem in five years. Okay. But even then is like too far of a of a leap. Yeah, I think like You know? Like we might have like Guardians Three may come out two like in twenty twenty one. Hopefully. I don't know if that is gonna happen. When is when is Far From Home coming 2019. out? Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Wow. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's, it's, the, it's in July it's July fifth, twenty nineteen. It's the first one after, after Infinity War. War Part Two. So we only get, wow, we only get two movies next year, and then we have a full year. Well, that's until July. Well, that's the thing. Like that's the thing because Kevin Feige hasn't made his sort of keynote about Phase Four because, duh, because you're going to reveal everything about Avengers Four. So we might have two movies. We might have fucking five. One. One. Oh, they might. They might. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, you're right. They might push it back. But like, we might have like, yeah, we might have like two movies. We might have like fifteen. Like, that's not gonna happen. But like, that's that's some, no, yeah. that's something that okay. like we just don't know. Like until we can't really give anything concrete until Kevin Feige makes like his Phase Four keynote speech. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And yeah. That's interesting, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think some of the things that we're talking about is important to bring up, but I don't. I think some of the other stuff we can like. I think the inevitable heat death 
of America is going to happen before any of the problems that we're encountering will that we're talking about will even come up. You, you, okay, you think so? I I think it's gonna, I think it's going to come up. My personal view is that in it will happen in, 10 in to phase five. Marvel will start running into problems where they can't keep track anymore and need to start pushing characters into other dimensions, into far-flung planets, um, and could potentially raise up the multiverse as a way to, like, just spread everyone out a little thinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think... Yeah, it just based on, like, the tone of, like, this sort of conversation, it feels like it is kind of inevitable. Um... The big question is that, you know, I think the question is also like, how will they do it? How will they reach that point in a way? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, how is it going to implode or explode? It'd be really cool to do like a Secret Wars thing where like, I think in Secret Wars, like two universes, like two parallel universes are like on a collision course. And the, yeah. the the heroes of that other dimension, like, come into ours to destroy it, to try and, like, make sure that theirs isn't destroyed in the collision. And then, like, yeah. it's a whole it's a whole thing. Alternate Reed Richards versus the Avengers, that kind of thing. Like, that, they could quite reasonably do that, you know, next week. Like, if they came out with a movie where people from another universe came, that's a movie plot. They can do that right now. They don't need to set it up or anything. Because the whole point of that is, like, it's kind of shocking and a reveal. So, I don't know. I, th- I think that that is an option on the table that they might take in the next five to ten years. Yeah, I know, like, they're setting up the scrolls now, which I think is how going to help them a lot. And I think, I don't know if it was the Russos or Kevin Feige or someone high up in the Marvel food chain mentioned that they do want to do Secret Wars eventually. And so it'll be interesting to see how, like, they kind of... But when they do that, it'll also feel weird to me, like, from a personal standpoint, because it was, like, I was a fan of Marvel when Secret Wars, like, the Secret Wars storyline came out. Like, it'll feel like, I'll feel old, in a sense. That's how I'll feel. (laughs) But, um, I think it very much is, like, a question of, like, I think it might be a question of when rather than, like, if. And also, do you know when I'll, I'll also feel old when they do um, Avengers vs. X-Men if they ever do it? Or inevitably when they do it, because how, who knows how they're bringing these people in. Yeah, I think yeah, I think the Fantastic Four and the X-Men would make, would add, it's going to add a lifespan, add a few more years to the lifespan of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we want to do closing remarks? Yes. Let's go Anthony this time. Wait, wait, okay, yes, go for it. but like should I mean I mean this is kind of like scary things to think about. Like what 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 do we what do we do? I think it's yeah. I think this the scariness and the the fear of the unknown are contributing right. to this shorter episode. Well, but and this is how Marvel well, must feel, also right? Like, this is how they're actually feeling in the studio where they're like where do we even go from here? Like what are we going to but also, like, think about this. We have a full year of... We have to make more content. Like, we, like... The oh, teachers? The or, like... The, like, we or, like, the like, Kevin Feige. Us. Like... No, like, AP Marvel has to make... Has to make content every single week for a full year. 
after after Captain Marvel and oh, I see Infin- what you're saying. Yeah. and part two is whatever Avengers four is. So I'm just thinking, fuck. We'll we'll do it. We've got stuff. We've got stuff prepped. Mm-hmm. I, I think we have at least five episodes in the works. Yeah, that's only five weeks. We need fifty-two. <laughs> well, we'll get there. We might we might have to move it to to a bi-weekly thing. Ooh, we'll don't get tell, there. Don't Those tell are... our adoring fans that. That's not what they want to hear. No, I mean we'll have to do it like. <laughs> fuck. Wait. Hold on. Far from home is immediately after in 2019. Yes. Well, these are questions that Chris can answer, and you can decide whether to cut this shit or so not. We have those three movies. We have those three movies. So then, after July, if they don't have something else going on until the following spring, we could. Then we have. We could also do deep dives into uh, topics we've touched on before. So we talked about. Um, visual revisited visual topics. effects we talked about in the earlier part of this episode uh, or last episode yeah. I guess um, sort of mm-hmm. like the the tone and consistency those things color grading those things can be topics of future episodes where you just do like a much deeper dive and get maybe like someone who's more of an expert on that stuff um, yeah. this I mean this stuff was really just like how does that affect like specifically dealing with like merging different characters, plot points, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, I, well, I think this was yeah. I'll this was another good piece to conversation. Like, mm-hmm. what, what what are these worlds that that Marvel is setting up for us? Like, this could change after Avengers four. They could say something that drastically that will drastically impact what we're saying in this episode. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah I think the yeah the trailer is going to come out. The trailer is going to come out. For uh, whatever Avengers Four is, in like two months, so I get hyped. Sem- uh, the title's probably going to come yeah, out. Yeah, with the trailer. I say in the next. I, I say in the next two weeks. I wouldn't Ooh. be surprised if it comes out with the trailer. No, I don't think it's going to come out with the trailer. I think that would announce it before. Really, I think they're. I think it'd be. I just think it'd be that really would be cool. cool. That would be cool, but they wouldn't be able to hold it in. Plus, they have to do. They have to do so much other stuff for, like, they can't just, like, I don't know. Like, what are they going to do? They're going to say, like, everyone watch Jimmy uh, Jimmy Kimmel tonight and we'll reveal not only the title, but a clip of it. And it's like, wow. Yeah, like, I... But, like, I can't watch it. I have to be on cable, so I'll know the title before I even watch any content. Yeah. That's yeah. normal, I think. Mm-hmm. No, not necessarily. Knowing the title of a movie before you see a trailer of the movie? No, not necessarily. Okay. We knew it was going to be called Thor Ragnarok before we saw the trailer. Yeah. We knew it was going to be called Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. We knew it was going to be called Avengers Infinity War. Yeah? Yeah, like I, th- yeah, like I think... This is a very this is very tangential, and I don't know if we're even going to include this in the episode. But like, yeah, yeah. it's all going in. It's... it's all going in there. We need the red time. Okay, um, but yeah, it does. I think it's. I don't know. It's just kind of thinking of like 
like the end of this is is like weird to think about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I like I said, it's like that ominous fear of the unknown and the yeah abyss that is when is this ending that we just haven't even yeah. looked into or that even mm-hmm. Feige and it, Marvel have looked into. Because it's been going on through our lives for through huge transitions from high school to college to yeah. adult life. Yeah, like all of... Like, it feels like it's from, been going on forever. It went through middle school, high school, college, and now when I'm an adult. It's half... No, I'm 20. It's half my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weird half my life. about that ending. Yeah. It's, it's weird because at some point, like, it will be a majority of our lives would have occurred during the MCU. There are, there are, um, middle schoolers who their entire lives have been in the MCU. Freshmen in college. Ten years of their 18-year lives have been in the MCU. God. Yeah. It's, it's scary to think about. It's weird how this discussion about corners transitioned to us talking about multiverses in the end. But I think like, well, like the main topic of like this, I'm out, I'm just helping to wrap up because it is also like yeah. 357 yeah, yeah, yeah. and I want to make fine. sure you guys get it. But like, it's weird like how, it's in, yeah, so it's interesting how this topic of corners has sort of led us to talk about like, is this the end or like how do we frame the end mm-hmm. like, with these multiverses? But it's in a time of unknowing and I think the corners do show us that you know by sort of looking at these top like these by sort of looking at like these mechanisms that Marvel uses to maintain their universe you also get to sort of expose them and talk about in general like how do they end in like like how how like is it gonna yeah is it we're gonna run out of corners we're gonna run out of time right and that's something that comes with these corners, and I think that as we think about the end of the MCU, it's hard to think about and like becoming really philosophical. Because the moment when I think it, with the moment when it does end, if any, is going to be a really big emotional payoff. Absolutely. Um, even more than Avengers Four, yeah. So that's something to delve into. As we sort of wrap up today, yeah. Um, let's hear closing thoughts, Anthony, enjoy- and then I'll, I'll I'll take us out. Yeah. Just oh god, the end, the end, dear god, the end. Good, good stuff. I love it. Um, That's it. I'll end That's on a more positive awesome. note. Uh, I will say that it is a testament to Marvel's incredible storytelling and supreme skill that. We're worried that they're going to run out of concepts before they run out of willing fans who love the movies and want to go see them. Um, I think that it's incredible for any movie franchise to reach the point where they're out of concepts of physical space to explore, but they're not out of people who love what they do, want to come see the next thing, and are invested in their universe. So um, it's usually the other way around. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Usually the fans absolutely. Stop. So I mean, if if 
Marvel dies because they've exhausted every possible story they can tell, that is the greatest success of any entertainment that you could possibly imagine. Ever. So... In the history of human existence. Yeah. It's... It's... It's cool to be even worried about it. Um, Mm -hmm. Thanks so much, guys. This uh, this episode was sort of... um, what I this what I was doing brought to you by uh, <laughs> I sort of had this idea uh, at work and followed it through like this huge thought chain and, and wrote a two parter episode on it. Um, thanks for coming on the the journey with me. Uh, it's been great hearing from you. Of course, uh, Twitter stuff things. Thomas, where can we find you? Never find me. I I shift locations every year so as not to be tracked down. Is this is this a political reason or it's just like I don't, I like don't people. want people to find me? There it is. That's a good yeah. People suck. Uh, you can find me at the Pizza Taco on Twitter. I yell about how much people suck. You can find me at Delirwin on Twitter. I don't use it a lot because the news is awful and makes me want to down a ball of vodka every time I see it. But I promise I go on there sometimes. Um, thank you to Stephen Molitor for our music. Thank you to Charles Villanueva for that sweet, sweet logo. And with that, thanks, guys. See ya. Bye. Bye.